Hi friends, welcome to Growing as Grown Ups, where we believe each of us has the opportunity to keep growing in ways that can fundamentally improve our life effectiveness, our leadership influence, and our well-being. Through interviews, stories, and practical principles, we explore how you can accelerate your growth and unlock your potential to make the difference you want to make. And now, your hosts from The Leaders Lyceum, Dr. Sarah Musgrove and Dr. Keith Eigel. Here we are, everybody. Welcome to episode one of uh, Growing as Grownups, a podcast about how we keep growing as grownups. You know, I get, uh, I am Keith Eigel, by the way, and I am here with Dr. Sarah Musgrove. Say hi, Sarah. Hello, everyone. Keith, this is so exciting. I know we are uh, we are in our separate locations because, as most of you may know, we are in the middle of COVID, and none of that has changed yet. So, we are looking at each other on a Zoom call. But one of the cool things about this is it makes it easy to record this conversation. So, not only is this podcast going to be available for um, a traditional audio podcast, but you're going to be able to see it on our YouTube channel as well. Sarah will talk more about that as we get to the end of the podcast. Um, yes. You know, Sarah, I am asked so often, um, like what we do for a living, and <laughs> yep. uh, and I've and, and I've and I've just the last couple of years I've been saying we help grownups keep growing in the context of leadership, and uh, and so as we were talking about this whole podcast idea, we I think we thought growing as grownups may be a fun name for the podcast, and so um, and so here we are. And I think yeah, and I think before you go much further, I think it's important for us to share with our listeners what we think of as leadership, right? I think a lot of times people hear that and think about traditional roles of authority in an organization where somebody has a title or a position that puts them in a leadership position. And for both of us, uh, leadership is not a position. It is about influence. It's about people who recognize that they have the opportunity to have influence with people on purpose to move somebody in a direction on purpose. And so whether that is a corporate executive or a frontline supervisor or a stay-at-home mom, everybody has the ability to be a leader. And the question is whether or not they're going to use that on purpose to move people in a way that they want to based on what's important to them and the people that they're leading. Yeah. And it's uh, the thing that I love about our definition of leadership, Sarah, is it is, um, it is una uni, uni directional, right? <laughs> I mean, it's like most of the times we think about having influence with those who we have some level of, you know, authority over. Um, but how many of you all listening at home have wanted to have influence with your boss in a direction on purpose, right? Yeah. And, and, so, and so when we think about leadership in that way, it really broadens the definition and gives us all the ability to grow in those ways. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, let me just real quickly talk about what we do for a living and how we uh, how how we're here. Um, Sarah and I both work for an organization that started about twenty years ago called the Leaders Lyceum. Too hard to spell right now, but we'll put it in the show notes. Right. Um, we bring groups of mostly next generation leaders, but we work with a lot of executive teams as well um, to help them keep growing as grownups in the midst of the challenges and change and just things that they're trying to do in their organizations. Um, 
We have, uh, Sarah and I both do a fair amount of one-on-one -on -one coaching as well. Um, but really the bulk of our work has always been bringing groups of people together to create transformational experiences for people to just grow up, to keep maturing in their, in their understanding of themselves and others and the circumstances they find themselves in, um, in ways that make them more effective. So that's, that's who we are. That's where we're coming from as we start this podcast. Yeah. And before we jump in, I think it's important to um, recognize that our listeners have so many different choices of podcasts out there. I think the last I heard there was 400,000 podcasts. And so before we take any, I know 400,000, before we take any more of their time, I just want to um, put out there who we are creating this show for, who we've thought, thought about when we've designing this show to make sure that the people who are listening are in the right place. And so we thought through what our listeners, who our listeners are and who they aren't. And so who they aren't, who our listeners aren't, are not people who want a quick fix, who want everything to just be easy. They don't want to have to make any changes. They just think everybody else in the world needs to change when they've got it all together. Um, if that's you, you may not like some of the things that we say on this podcast. And so you might want to go find another quick fix podcast. They can feel free to keep listening if they want to. <laughs> they can. We would love for you to stick around. But, but the, the listeners that we really created this podcast for are those who recognize the opportunity that they have to keep growing. They see that they have more potential. They recognize that they have opportunities to have greater influence. But they're just feeling a little bit stuck. They're not quite sure how to take that next, next step. They aren't sure, are they even kind of in the right place? Sometimes they feel like they're the only one who's struggling, that everybody else seems to have it all together. But at the end of the day, they are people who recognize that they want to make a difference in the world. They want to use their influence for good, and they want to keep growing, knowing that it's probably going to be work. And so if you are one of those people, one of those leaders who recognizes that whatever sphere of influence you have, you want to make a difference. This podcast is for you to help you take those steps on your journey to become more of the person that you were created to be. Yeah, Sarah, before you jump off of that point, um, you know, I want to go a step further with it almost that, that we, we all have the opportunity to keep growing no matter how much growing we've already done, right? I mean, there's a, there is a, it, it never stops. As a matter of fact, who, people who feel like they've grown enough are maybe the most stuck. They just don't realize it. But one of the things that I ask groups of people a lot of times is if you take a grandparent and their grandchild and ask them which one thinks they have it all figured out, I'll usually pause for a minute, right? It's the grandchild thinks they have it all figured out, not the grandparent. And and they are the ones that are more measurably close to whatever this destination might be. And I, and I don't, you know, I think the destination, destination is a unrealistic way to think about this. It's about the journey and it's about how do we keep growing. And so that's what we're going to be doing. I think, Sarah, if I could, before we get too far down the road, um, I want to talk about growth and what we mean by that. Yeah. Um, we talked about leadership and what we mean by that. Uh, there are two significantly different ways that we grow um, as grown-ups. 
one of these we call lateral development is really about the acquisition of knowledge, skills, and abilities, right? Um, what are we learning? What skills do we need? What techniques? So like, um, but with lateral development or lateral growth, it's the kind of thing that we can learn, understand, memorize, and apply almost in the same day, right? So you could learn the five skills of conflict resolution and apply those and be doing that the next day and the next day. And if you're smart enough to remember it, boom, it's done. Uh, there is also another way that we grow that we call vertical growth. It's really about our maturity of perspective. It's measurable. It's knowable. We can figure out where we are on the journey and where we are on the journey actually impacts what the most appropriate next growth steps are. Um, yeah. And so, and so this podcast, because it, it is in alignment with what underpins so much of the work we do is really going to be more about the vertical growth piece, the maturity of perspective piece. And how do we, you know, how can we be proactive uh, on that journey? How can we get unstuck where we are? Yeah. I think one thing that really helped me understand the difference between those two ways we grow or when I had just finished my doctorate degree, you and I both went to the University of Georgia, got our degrees in industrial organizational psychology. We take, had to take a lot of classes in advanced statistics and theories and research and application and, and all sorts of good stuff. Didn't and I somebody, love those statistics classes? Oh, I know, I know, not my favorite. And somebody asked me, what was the most beneficial thing you learned in grad school? And it was not any of those classes I learned. It was not any of the theories I had to study. It definitely was not the confirmatory factor analysis. So models. what was it? <laughs> it was me learning to take ownership of my own professional career. Because oh, oh, if so you good. remember in grad school, there's kind of an ordained path that we were to follow in terms of yeah. the types of internships to take, the type of research to do, how we were to spend our time in grad school. And it, and it usually led to becoming more researchers and more professors and, and creating this academic um, factory almost. And I knew from the beginning that that's not what I wanted to do. I didn't want to be a professor. I wanted to be out in the world helping people. And so I had to learn to navigate the politics of um, major professors and departments that were not geared for that and say, I know what I want to do with my life. And I need to learn to stand up for that and take whatever consequences come from that. And uh, it led me to a job that I love, getting to meet leaders that I love. And it was worth every battle. Whereas I feel like a lot of my classmates just kind of went along the path that was laid out before them and didn't end up in places that they really wanted to be. Yeah, sir. I mean, that's such a perfect example of actually the distinction between the lateral and the vertical, right? The, the coursework, the things you had to memorize, but the lens changing, I see myself differently. Now I'm the one taking charge kind of yeah. development that, I mean, isn't that, how many times have we heard that story? Yep. And, absolutely. Um, and so do you know, as we, as we start, setting some expectations, I think, for the listeners. So they decide, do they want to keep listening? Do they want to tune in? What we're going to do is that we're going to be inviting guests in um, and have them tell us their stories of growth. We're going to uh, talk a lot about challenges they've faced, 
how those challenges led to a new way of seeing the world. Um, and, you know, just looking forward to, I think it's going to be inspirational to hear other people tell their stories of how they've gotten unstuck. Yeah, I um, think it'll be great for listeners to hear that really amazing leaders have gone through similar struggles that they have and that they found a way through that can then be um, guidance for the people who are following them on the journey. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, I'm trying to decide, Sarah. I think, I think what I want to do is I think I want to introduce kind of the fuel for growth and, and, and how we grow and what we're going to be trying to draw out of our guests a little bit as they come on the program. That okay with you if I go there? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, um, so on this vertical journey, on continuing to mature in ways that matter, um, you know, vertical development for 95% of the people who are listening to this is about taking increased ownership of who they are going to be, right? It's about increasing self-awareness. It's about owning your values, not just knowing them, um, but, but really moving to a place of what we call self-authorship. And there are so many effectiveness variables tied to um, becoming what we call inside out on the journey. And that is op as opposed to being outside in on the journey where you're feeling a victim or you're feeling done to, or you're worried about how much are they liking me or, you know, how much did they respect me or all these things like where, like where your understanding of yourself comes from the outside in. For most adults, the growth journey is, is moving in a place of knowing who you are independent of those outside sources. And you wind up becoming actually more effective in dealing with the outside sources when you move there. But yeah. the thing that moves us along this journey is actually the hard stuff that we go through. It's not, we don't grow when everything's going our way. We, as a matter of fact, why would we change what we're doing when everything's going our way? That would, that's crazy talk, right? So what we want to do is that we want to, um, pay attention to the thing that fuels us and that it's the hard stuff. But how many of us try and take the hard stuff and sort of sweep it under the rug or ignore it or do something to kind of make it go away, right? Right. Um, and so this idea of what we've said in a sentence is that challenge and contradiction over time when we push through it is what leads to growth. And, and what we mean by challenge and contradiction is everybody gets challenge. It's the things we can't figure out, the things that are hard for us, the thing that don't make sense or we don't know what to do. What we mean by contradiction is that we have a lens that we see the world through, right? We have a, you, me, everybody listening to this has a lens that they see the world through. It's how they understand themselves, others in the world. And the thing that makes a challenge a challenge is that the current lens can't make sense of it. So the challenge is contradicting the lens, right? So that's what we mean, challenge and contradiction over time if we push through it. And for those of you that are watching uh, the video cast of this, you can see this formula on the wall behind me. Um, Sarah, a couple seconds on that maybe. Yeah, so one of the challenges that I think we all are facing right now is a result of COVID. And um, for those people like you and I who have uh, kids that are at home or have were at home at least early on because of academia, 
Um, that's a big challenge, right? And But as a process, I had to review all of my middle school math lessons, including fractions. And so uh, if you're looking fractions. at the the equation we have on top of the fraction, the numerator, if you will, is challenge and contradiction. And what I have been reminded through my uh, math review lessons is that the bigger the number on the top, the bigger the uh, product will be, the answer to the equation, right? So the more challenge that we're facing, the bigger the challenge, the harder the challenge, and the more it contradicts the lens through which we see the world, the more we have the opportunity to grow. And we are living in a time right now in history, unlike really anything else, where we are all facing big challenges that contradict the way that we understood the world even six months ago, right? We're about six months into this pandemic. And what we have the opportunity to do is to leverage this season in life for growth but, it, but the beauty of this equation is that we don't have to wait for the really big challenges to come along in order to get us to grow. We can take smaller challenges, things that we face on a daily basis, a difficult conversation we need to have, a, um, a, a new way of interacting with somebody, a new way of managing our time, and we can compress the time, make the, the denominator smaller. And by making that time shorter, by being intentional, taking steps, not putting it off until tomorrow, we get to have that same effect without having to wait for these big global crises to have as long as we persevere through it. As long as we decide, I'm not gonna sweep this under the rug, I'm gonna lean in, I'm gonna take a step, I'm not gonna try to make it go away, and when we can take those challenges, be intentional in how we lean in, that is where we are gonna realize our growth. We're gonna become more grounded, more mature, more effective in the way we handle whatever's thrown at us. Right, right, yeah. So you're saying 10 over one is more than one over one. It and, is, it is. And we may not be in a, 10 over one circumstance right now, but man alive, does it feel like we're in at least a seven or eight over one, you know? I mean, it's, mm -hmm. and people have lost loved ones and just all the strife that's going on around us that our lenses collectively at minimum, but I think for a lot of us individually, our lenses can't make perfect sense. The contradiction is in there. And, and I think the thing is the multiplier perseverance you know, if you can see the formula, but we basically say in challenge and contradiction over time, times perseverance. If we zero out perseverance, zeroes out everything, right? So, and we all know people have done that. So back to the podcast and our guests. Um, what we're hoping and what I believe is going to happen because we've had so many of these stories one-on-one -on -one is we're going to ask people to share some of the biggest challenges they've had in their life how they plow through them, the challenges that they're facing right now and how they hope to plow through those, right? How they're gonna persevere and how it's gonna change their lens. And I think this will wind up being an encouragement to so many of us who are either not as far along the journey as the guests or maybe right on par with the journey that the guest is on. You know, while we're playing this game, Sarah, it wasn't a game until just now, <laughs> now it's really a game, okay? But like in your life right now, what's the, what's the biggest challenge you're facing? Oh, well, I guess if we're going to ask our guests this question, I should be willing to answer it, huh? 
Exactly. Get ready. I'll ask it back. I'll ask it back to you in a minute. Um, so one thing that's a part of what we teach, and you know this um, obviously pretty well, is that our personality um, has a lot of influence over how we interact with the world. And on one very um, notable element of personality, you and I are very different. I am a very organized, planful, like to know what I'm getting into person, right? Like Have predictability. All those ducks in a row. All of the predictability I will take all day long. Um, and COVID has just thrown all of that in the garbage that it's really day to day. We don't know what's happening, right? I feel like it's settled down a little bit than it did it than it was at the beginning, but in terms of how we do business, right? Like we can't have groups in our facility like we're used to. So I'm having to learn a whole bunch of stuff about different ways we can deliver our teaching and our messages virtually, right? So I'm having to figure out basically a whole new job for myself. I've got kids who are trying to navigate how to, how to manage this, that, that they were in school and then they were doing school at home and now they're back at school, but they have to follow all these new rules that, that not only am I having to learn to change and adapt and roll with the punches, I'm leading my two middle school, well now one's high school and middle school stepkids through that same process that it is pushing me way beyond my comfort level, my status quo, nice little organized life. Um, but the good thing is we teach this model, right? So I'm able to look at these challenges and say, hey, if I don't give up, something really cool can come out of this. And I'm going to be a person on the back end who um, appreciates the beauty that can come from the chaos, yeah, which is so typically, good. typically not. So what about you, Keith? What do you feel like is the biggest challenge well, you've been facing I mean, lately? Before, okay, I'll, I will answer that. I won't <laughs> escape it. But I want to just emphasize for those who are listening that this change in the environment, this unpredictability that you just detailed really well, that's the thing your current lens can't make perfect sense of, right? right? I just want to go back to normal. If your current lens can make perfect sense of it, you'd have a different challenge during this time, right? And that's your point of stuckness. Uh, I think now to just, so you're not left hanging out there with all the storytelling. Um, you know, my point of stuckness, I think what my lens is having the hardest time making sense of right now, and it's surprised me, honestly, um, is that I, I am, I don't even know how to say it. It's like I'm having a harder time than I thought I would not having people that we're investing in in person constantly, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we've so many groups, so many people come through the learning center here and just it's, it's worse than missing. And yet it's less than an identity crisis in a way, it's like this sort of in between, I don't know what to make of it. And, you know, I think, honestly, I think doing this podcast is sort of a point of perseverance. It's a step to figure out what's it going to take to break that, break that free to get me going back on the journey to understand myself in ways that I can't understand myself right now in the middle of this. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And, and knowing that you have committed your life 
to facilitating the development of others to become everything they were meant to be, right? That is your kind of personal brand legacy statement. The fact that you have had to figure out how to do that differently and that you haven't been able to do as much of it lately really is um, a challenge for you. And I, and I get that. And I think, um, you know, that speaks to why you were so excited to do this podcast, right? So, so let me ask you, when you, when you think about the opportunity that stands in front of us, if, if we can pull this off and make this podcast happen, what is it that you are most looking forward to with this, this new adventure we have? Oh my gosh. I mean, I, I guess what I'm most looking forward to is having an impact potentially, you know, having an impact potentially that is so much bigger than the people that we could physically run through this facility over the course of a year. Yeah. Um, and so I think there's an element of, um, you know, just, just maybe, maybe playing a transformational role in some people's lives who we may never meet. I hope we hear from them, you all. Um, but yeah, that's for me, that's awesome. it. Yeah, because the room that you're sitting in, which is where we do our sessions, can hold a max 42, 42 people, mm -hmm. right? And there is not a 42-person limit on our podcast. So hopefully we'll it's get more me, than 42 a listeners. a computer, and a big circle light. <laughs> quite different, quite different. I know. So, so Sarah, me, for you, oh. you know, for you, what is, what are you looking forward to most about, about, this new step we're taking? I think definitely what you said, I would second that. But the other thing I'm looking forward to is I know who is on our upcoming guest list. Oh yeah. And there are some really, really amazing people that we have in our network and people that uh, are maybe one step removed from our network that, that will be joining us. And their stories are awesome. And I yeah. think just the opportunity to sit down and talk to those people and pull out how that formula has played out in their lives and then share their stories with other people as a source of inspiration and encouragement, I think oh, yeah. is really, really going to be fun. Yeah. Um, we will be sharing soon enough who is on the guest list, but Sarah, what about, who's your dream guest? Maybe they'll oh, listen. My... Maybe someone will know them and they'll forward it to them. Who's your oh. dream guest? Oh, it's such a nerdy answer, but I, I would love it if we could get Adam Grant on this podcast. Oh, yeah. um, he is an industrial organizational psychologist. I think he might even be younger than me. Don't quote me on that, even though I'm now putting it on the podcast. <laughs> but I feel like up until the last couple of years, nobody knew what industrial organizational psychology was. And Adam has figured out a way to make it relevant and interesting and hit a way bigger audience with his books and his podcast work life um, that I just think he's doing really incredible work in this space that he could have some really great insight and would just be, he's just such has such a great spirit that it would be fun to have him on us on the show. So what about you? Do you have a bucket list dream guest? 
Uh, you know, if we stayed within the field, which we're not going to do very often, I can't leave Robert Keegan off of the list. He's one of my heroes and sort of mentors in, a, in some funny, great. yeah, and I uh, um, wrote a book called The Evolving Self, and it was really the basis. It was, it was a life-changing basis for the work that we've done for the last 25 years. Um, I think if there's a dream guest that I think Andy Young, Ambassador Young, would be just wow. an amazing person to have tell stories of challenge and contradiction and transformation and perseverance and change. And, um, you know, we're going to have some people, some of the people that we've already got lined up, folks are going to know. Um, I'm equally kind of ex as excited about introducing some folks to people who may just be like in the shoes of the listener, but we know their story and what they've muscled through. And to be able to, yeah. you know, have them share that story on the podcast, I think will be amazing. I think it's going to be really great. So just to give uh, the listeners a lay of the land of how our podcasts are going to work moving forward, at least in this first series that we're planning on, is that we are going to bring on these leaders. We are going to ask them a series of questions to uncover their growth story, the challenges they've faced, how they recognize they um, were holding themselves back, what they're working on right now. And then you and I are going to come back on the back end of those podcasts and really tease apart what they, what they shared and pull out those growth principles, highlight the things that you and I as psychologists recognize in their stories, and then use those to give some, some practical applicable tips to our listeners so that they can also continue on their journey. So I think it's going to be a really fun way to get both the stories and the insights from those stories in uh, each episode that we have coming up. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, what else do the folks need to know before we sign off and, uh, and, and, and they'll be able to log on almost immediately to our first guest. So we'll let that unfold as it does. Um, yeah. So what if real quick, we, we haven't told them a whole lot about ourselves. So maybe they need to know who we are if they even want to trust us to guide yeah, them on this if journey. If they're still so, listening. Yeah. So um, I'll tell you all a little bit about Keith. So he doesn't have to do the awkward introduction. I hate having to introduce myself. So I'll introduce you and then you can flip it back. Keith has been running the Lyceum now for about 20 years, which is incredible, um, has been doing this work for a number of years before that, along with a colleague um, who was the co-author of a book with you. So anybody who is interested in this uh, developmental journey and kind of what it looks like, the progression of life, Keith has written a book along with Carl Kuhnert called The Map. We'll have a link to that um, in the show notes and on our website. Um, but you also are married to an amazing woman named Lee. You have four kids, three who are out of the house, one who is a junior in high school. Yep. And our little mascot. Uh, your little mascot. She's a hoot. And Not so little anymore. She's like 5'10 and driving herself all over town. So. Oh, that is scary. Um, and Keith's research in this field has been um, cited in books and, and all you are, you are well regarded in the field as an expert in this area of adult development. So it is exciting to get to do this work alongside you. Yeah. So, so kind Sarah and, and, um, and Sarah, it, one of the things that's been so much fun about us 
working together is just your background in the field. Sarah took a path where she initially went down the marriage and family counseling route, got her master's in that arena. And after she got in there, um, realized that that, you know, 24 seven sort of connected with some really challenging situations. Some people can stay out of the getting sucked in and and it wasn't your thing. But uh, thankfully for us and for you guys, uh, Sarah went and pursued her doctorate in industrial organizational psychology, as we were talking about earlier in the earlier in the show. Um, I think the thing that's interesting um, about the combination of those two things is that it brings a different level of sort of curiosity, question asking, empathy, uh, that a lot of people who are just trained traditionally as industrial organizational psychologists, it's a little bit more mechanical and a little bit more yeah. statistics oriented and measurement oriented. And, and this, your love of the story, right? Your love of the journey and to be involved in that. We are so privileged to have you with us at the Lyceum and with these folks on this podcast. Um, Sarah's a good, comes from good people stock, y'all. She is uh, <laughs> Indiana, kind of born and bred. Married this wonderful man named Brian about three years ago, I think, Sarah. Yeah, just and over she three got years. two middle school kids in the deal. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of challenging Speaking contradiction. Speaking of challenge and contradiction, that has exactly. been a, that has been a journey for sure. They're they are funny kids. They keep me on my toes. So so guys, that's us. You'll hear more of our stories as we as this thing unfolds. Um we're hoping to do about a dozen dozen interviews for the first season here. Um, yeah, but we're so, so glad you. Yeah, I'm just going to say if you want to make sure to catch these interviews and hear these awesome stories, please subscribe to the podcast. It's really going to help us get the word out early on um, that this is where you're going to be able to find uh, good, helpful leadership strategies and inspiration. Um, we will also have, as Keith mentioned earlier, these videos are going to be on YouTube. We have podcasts in all the normal podcast places, and we will have a website. We have a website that is going to um, give you some resources that we'll talk about in the coming episodes, um, but you can also find all of our episodes there, links to Keith's book, a lot of really great resources. Go to growinggrownups.com and you'll get to yeah. all of this fun stuff. Um, folks, glad you joined us and we look forward to being with you on the next episode. And until then, lean in. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Growing as Grownups. Take a second and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes and tell your friends. You'll find all of the goods related to this episode, including the transcript, videos, links, and other ways we can help you keep growing as a grown-up on our website, growinggrownups.com. Growth isn't easy, but it's completely within your reach. Until next time, journey well, friends.